one part of it. That's one. Go ahead. I'm on scene at 108 South 17. We've got uh, light smoke showing from a single-story commercial building. Working fire, make it a regular alarm. Engine one upon arrival. Let's uh, let's see if we can get in. Let's see if there's an FBC in the back before we do anything here. I'll be at the Battle of the 17th Street uh, Command. It's not enough to fill me up I need more than just words to say I need everything this life can give me Hey, hey, hey Sometimes it's not enough Ow! Come on, baby Close your eyes, let go This can be well, hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Justifiably Proud Productions, where we're definitely not trying to sell you life insurance. I am your humble host, Jim Farrell, and I'm excited to be here today, last week of January 2022, getting ready for February right around the corner. And Diana Willing, uh, in the month of February, will have celebrated 20 years of marriage, which is a pretty big deal. Um, <clears throat> I'd like to take a moment to remind our listeners that if you have any feedback or comments about our show, um, you're welcome to email us at justifiablyproudproductions at gmail.com, and we'd love to hear from you on any, any topics you may want to talk uh, hear about or any, any suggestions you may have for the show. Uh, it dawned on me in previous shows, I mentioned some acronyms, and I, I certainly don't want to insult those that, that are aware of these, that, these uh, entities, but I wanted to point out that there's a couple great uh, entities that we utilize in our in our, the service that I'm in, the fire service, and one of those I mentioned last week or a couple weeks ago was the NFPA, and the NFPA is the National Fire Protection Association. And um, I just wanted to share with everybody the um, a little bit about NFPA. They you know they regulate a lot of the pretty much anything that has to do with the fire service. They regulate, but also uh, they're a big part of uh, fire prevention and public fire education. And I, I believe I mentioned it on a previous show where um, every year the NFPA has a theme, and this year's particular theme for 2021, I wanted to share that with everybody. During Fire Prevention Week in October, their theme was um, based on uh, smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors, and they called it the Sounds of Safety. And basically their motto is, hear a beep, get on your feet. So regardless of if your smoke detector, whatever type of sound it's making, uh, if, if you're smoke detector or carbon monoxide detector is chirping something needs to be or or alarming something needs to be done with it there's some good uh, video and good interaction interactive stuff on the nfpa.org website they also have statistics about fires uh, causes um, you know of course injuries fatalities all that kind of stuff is on there as well statistics um, but um, the 2021 campaign for learn the sounds of fire safety According to the website, it says it works to educate everyone from the di- about the different sounds the smoke, smoke and carbon monoxide alarms make. Knowing what to do when an alarm sounds will keep you and your family safe. When an alarm makes noises, a beeping sound, or chirping sound, you must take action. And it's reinforced with a video. And it also, what I found interesting, um, 
talked about uh, what about what if someone in my home is deaf or hard of hearing. And uh, so they also make smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors that provide a visual alarm as well as an audio alarm. So there's a lot of, lot of great, great stuff on that website. When I was first introduced to the fire service, um, it was quickly pointed out that our, our number one goal is to put ourselves out of business. And, uh, you know, unfortunately the, the history and the culture of the fire service, we've always been a reactive type approach. We have more people on duty ready to fight fires than we may have to promote fire safety and public education. But in reality, our, our goal is to prevent fires so that there's, we prevent injuries and we prevent deaths in the fire service. Um, all that stuff, um, balances out when you promote better fire safety. So a longtime listener of ours, a loyal listener of ours, Mrs. B, sent in an email uh, suggesting another website, um, ready.gov, which is a great website to go to um, that offers all all different types of tips and knowledge um, for being prepared for anything. I mean, just looking at their webpage right now, right now their number one thing is winter weather, and then they have a flooding tab making a plan, preparedness videos, um, prepare kids for disasters, having an escape route, all that type of stuff kind of coincides with the NFPA. Uh, as far as being prepared for a f- fire, the uh, ready.gov takes it a step further for other type of disasters. And it's a good website to look at. It has it has very similar content, but in regards to much bigger and broader things that happen around the world. So I would encourage you to check out ready.gov um, for tips on being prepared in general. All right, so it's time for What's the Word? What's the word, man? Couple store, couple recent stories I picked up. Uh, one is from today.com. It's an act of heroism. Uh, Miss Cecilia Morales, who works at the Newark Liberty International Airport, uh, she was a trained EMT and she's currently a TSA agent. Um, <clears throat> she came across she came across or saw once a lady and her infant child passed through the security checkpoint that her child was choking. And um, at first the agent thought that the mom had it under control, but when she realized that uh, the, the mother was, was nervous about what was happening, she quickly sprung into action and helped, uh, helped the child from choking. Uh, Mrs. Morales is quoted as saying, when I heard the baby crying that, that felt the best because that's when I knew that his airway was open and his lungs were working. We'd like to congratulate Miss Cecilia Morales for her her quick actions and uh, and uh, saving that that baby from choking. Um, like we mentioned before, many times first responders are not necessarily the ones who are uh, on scene in a professional sense. Many times it's any bystander that may jump in and spring into action. So we congratulate her um, on that on that achievement. Next story comes from um, the Good News Network. A 71-year-old man was saved from a heart attack due to a drone. Basically, a 71-year-old Swedish man suffered a heart attack. And after someone had called 911... Um, this new life-saving endeavor, this program with the acronym E-M-A-D-E, E-MADE, stands for Emergency Medical Air Delivery Service. While the responders were responding to the emergency, a drone was sent out with an AED, and luckily for this gentleman, um, 
the first person who arrived on scene was a doctor who began CPR after calling their, their emergency services. And uh, the drone arrived and, and he was able to access that AED and help save this man's life. So with technology, of course, there's, there's many different things that are coming out that are helping with the life-saving endeavors of everyone. So we look forward to learning more about this program that they've tried out in Sweden. And that concludes What's the Word? All right, so uh, this week I wanted to take a moment and talk a little bit about uh, opportunities and taking advantage of, of, um, of things that may come up in regards to hopes and dreams that individuals may have for uh for a career or change of pace or what have you or maybe a side gig from your your career um the thought came to my mind a while back that um sometimes and maybe maybe some of you have had this happen sometimes i feel like superman without a phone booth you know if superman were around today and he needed to spring into action his only option would be a taxi cab but I guess he would have to grab an Uber or something like that because, of course, there are a lot more. There's a lot more Uber and Lyfts around, I guess, than there are taxis. But back in the day, of course, Superman would have jumped into a phone booth and then sprung into action, uh, ready to go. But what I'm getting at is that sometimes, sometimes we may find ourselves that we have these dreams and these goals that we want to do, and we don't necessarily know how to achieve them. And it's taken me a long time to realize, but I'm finding out, of course, that. As long as you touch your dream or your goal in some aspect, you know, um, daily, monthly, however however quickly or slowly you want it to be, um, it's achievable, you know, and just taking action, talking, networking, the same old stuff that you hear from everybody, but in reality, it really works. I mean, you won't believe the amount of people that you visit with, especially here in recent times that have these wonderful ideas, they just don't know how to how to implement them. Whether it's a policy at work or if it's opening a business, there's just there's a lot of things out there that people aren't aware of that if they knew about it, they could they could fulfill their dreams maybe a little bit quicker. And I wanted to share a little bit about that. Um, after I got hired uh, as a career firefighter uh, with my second department, um, I got hired by a company to sell fire equipment. And um, I was really excited about it. And um, I still am to this day because I, I do that, that line of work as well. It's my, my, uh, my other job. Um, but I remember I got hired on January, February, some, around this time, 20-some 20, 20 years ago. And I remember Memorial Day came around and I called my boss on Memorial Day because I had something cooking with a customer. I forget what it was, something, some sale I was working on. And he, he answered the phone. He says, Jim, what are you doing working on Memorial Day. And I said, well, what are you doing? He says, well, I'm on, on the lake in my boat. And I said, well, I'm working Memorial Day because someday I want to be out on a lake on Memorial Day in my boat. And he kind of laughed. And so the thing is, of course, I've never owned a boat. I've never, never gotten there. But it um, persistence pays off, you know, um, continuing to never give up. And, and and go for stuff and take chances. Of course, you know, you got to weigh the risks, but that was 20 some years ago and I'm still after it. You know, I'm still still trying to, to fulfill the things that I, I want to do. 
And so it puts into perspective that um, if you look at technology over the years, basically going back to the Superman analogy, um, technology would have ruined Superman's potential. So I read a book a while back um, that really talked about taking advantage of of different different uh, organizations, not taking advantage of, but working with other organizations and looking and researching and 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 all these kind of information gathering that you can get to help fulfill your dreams and things that you can do to to uh, ensure your potential. Some of the best ideas are never known. You know, I see it in the fire department a lot where people either keep ideas to themselves because they don't want other people to, to maybe pursue it or the people that can do it don't want to do the work. You know, you bring up a great idea at work and I'm sure this happens in all, all different aspects, all different companies and businesses and public, public and private companies where you've got this wonderful idea, but man, it's going to take a lot of work and who's going to do all the work, you know, and Sometimes you just need to be patient and wait your turn to where you get into a position where you can implement some of that stuff and really show the benefits of what you bring to the table. And it's a shame that that many ideas are never known about, you know. But I'm I'm encouraging our listeners to always be ready to have a solution, you know, for a disaster that comes up. Have a solution ready. So I I ran into this young lady a while back at one of uh, um, a event I was attending, and um, she had asked me, "Hey, do you own a business?" And I said, "Well, yeah, I do." And uh, it was an event; um, wasn't really an event, biz- a business event. It was more of a gathering of, fr- of friends and mutual friends and things like that. And she had asked me. She says, "Don't you own a business?" And I said, "Yeah, I do." And she said, "What did you need to do to start it?" And I'm like, "Well." Mechanically, I I got with an attorney and I I paid some money and got uh, articles of incorporation set up and that's it. That's really all you need to do, you know. And she had this look on her face like, "Well, what do you mean?" And I'm like, "Well, are you asking me how to actually start a business, or are you asking me like how did I go about it?" And she started explaining to me that she had this this wonderful idea. We have a food truck park in our town. And um, she had an idea for having a food truck, but only offering uh, tea because she expressed that a lot of the coffee shops don't really offer very good tea. And so we just started chatting and, and uh, I, I saw an opportunity to really encourage her because I said, OK, so you have a food truck, right? And she's like, yeah. And I said, the food trucks in our neck of the woods due to the climate usually only open up in the evenings. I said, so I'm just asking, how effective is, you know, are you going to be open all day and then all the other food trucks open or how are you going to get clientele there? And she says, well, I'm not sure, you know, she has this. So she starts explaining to me about her tea and she says, well, it's not just a tea. She says, of course, everybody tells me my tea is delicious. She says, but it's like when I, when I mix the certain ingredients together, she says it starts doing this thing. And she said it looks like a potion. And I go, oh, so it's an experience. It's an actual experience. And she says, yeah. And I said, oh, okay. I said, so maybe you got a great idea. You just need the right venue to have it. I said, have you thought about maybe maybe doing it um, at uh, uh, bridal showers, baby showers, you know, just to get started and see how it goes? In other words, we had a nice conversation and, and discussion about 
what the potentials were. And I could tell, I could, I could tell that she was now starting to get excited about what the potential could be because I was explaining to her that, you know, the more, you know, go out and buy a food truck, it's going to be expensive, you know, but renting a booth space at the mall may not be that expensive, you know? So it was a great conversation. And, um, I just, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to share with our listeners that just talking and dialoguing and, and learning about different things, uh, maybe could help somebody else along the way so that one day y'all can be, uh, sitting out on a lake on your boat on Memorial Day weekend. So I would encourage you as you go out about your business and you have your endeavors, maybe you have a side gig you want to you want to try to start doing uh, other than your job or maybe you maybe you want to be a part of the great resignation and you want to go go for it and open up your business. I would encourage you to uh make progress and just talk to people and look around, read read some books. Um a lot of great content on the internet, a lot of different outlets, a lot of different things you can look at and listen to, um, to help you, help you with your endeavor. So, uh, we look forward to the next upcoming episodes. We're going to start having some, some guests on our show. And, uh, I just want to wish all the first responders, all the military personnel, first responders, police, fire, EMS, nurses, everybody who's been out there in the trenches these last, what, 10, 20 years, uh, I hope everybody's doing well out there, and uh, thanks for tuning in. Make progress, people. You'll be happy you did. Take care.